The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax. This is Toe Fox. Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson, and uh, as we go up to the 200th episode of Fofop, uh, look, we're look. Well, firstly, uh, we've got our guest Charlie Number One, Dave Anthony here. Hello, Dave Anthony. Hola. And secondly, what I'm trying to do is uh, do a little bit of makeup for the lost episodes. Oh, so now nice. we finally have a count on the lost episodes. There were nine missing originally. Yep. And uh, I've managed. Well, not I have managed. The computer recovery guy managed Andrew. to recover uh, five. Five of the lost episodes. So four in the end were missing. One tofop with Charlie. So that's gone. Uh, one was the first episode I ever did with Ronnie Cheng. Brutal. Ronnie's really funny. People have heard the second one though. They've heard the wrong call. They've, it's, they've just heard one of the Ronnies, not the two Ronnies, right. so to speak. <laughs> and uh, I had a missing Adam Rosenbach's episode, which I'll have to make up at another time. You can make up with Adam. Uh, last but definitely not least, and he is here today, uh, guest mm-hmm. Charlie, Andy Peters. Hello, Andy Peters. Hey, guys. Hi. I feel good. I feel we, we covered such a lot. I can't remember anything we discussed in that last episode, so I feel like we're just starting fresh. I mean, this is the truth, although you were telling me that we uh, spent about an hour on the podcast going line and line uh, through the John Williamson song, True Blue. So yep. perhaps there might be some members yep. of the audience who are happy that one. I wanted to learn <laughs> all I needed to know about Australia through a song, and mm-hmm. you uh, broke it down for me. Did uh, you do that, Dave, when you went to Australia? Did you yep. soak uh, up Australian music? Just beds are burning. Just beds are burning. <laughs> Did you burn your bed every night? <laughs> yeah. Had, to, had, to, had three separate bed and breakfasts. So was that <laughs> nine Airbnbs. I, I thought you were meant to be, burn your bed in the morning. I would just get up and scream, how, how are we sleeping? And then burn my bed. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and then I'd be like, I'm Australian. It's the most Australian thing you can do is get up, scream, how are we sleeping? And burn your bed. <laughs> I don't know this. I don't know that this is a thing in that country. Uh, do you not know that song by Midnight Oil? Do you know the band Midnight Oil? Play that song. I know. I know Midnight Oil. I know uh, that band. It's and about I, the. It's about the. Uh, the horrible way the uh, indigenous people are treated, and how how are we? I mean, what are the lyrics? So Peter Garrett. Uh, so Midnight Oil yeah. were like the biggest band in Australia for a fair while. I remember seeing them on SNL, like their first American performance, and uh, that was my first exposure to them. And they got like a bald. It's like a bald, yeah, crazy man lead singer, right? Now, right. Now and, he, and he's very gesturish. Now a politician. Yes, okay. and he became like a big Australian politician. Really? Yep, absolutely. And uh, so this song, Burning In Your fact, ba- uh, okay. well, this is an off-air conversation, but one of those girls you saw the other night with that friend of mine uh, is his niece, Maud Garrett. His oh, okay. Garrett's, uh, Interesting. Niece. Yeah, I met there a bunch go. of Australians the other little day. bunch of... I like, I like uh, hearing about the royalty, the spawn of the famous. Did you hear about... Uh, uh, oh, God, I can't remember his name. Nah, that's a bad story. <laughs> I will read you the lyrics from Midnight Oil's uh, Beds Are Burning. Out where the river broke, the bloodwood and the desert oak. Mm-hmm. Right, look at that. Yeah. That's the Australian yeah. outback we're talking about yeah. there. Holden Rex. Holden is a car, of course. Holden uh, Rex. What is that? Holden. 
the Rex? car? Holden is a brand of car. Okay. So Holden Rex. So Rex of old cars. We're basically, we're describing this. This song is basically describing Mad Max. It's right. a song about Mad Max, right? Okay. I just, after seeing, is every podcast right now just talking about Mad Max Fury Road? Wouldn't I feel you? like we probably should. <laughs> <laughs> Driving here, I expected to at least talk about Fury Road for a little bit. Have you seen it already? Oh, yeah. It's mind-blowingly amazing. Yeah, Dave I've seen and I... It three, I've seen it three times now. And now I just imagine that that's what it's like in Australia. That's just how you get... I mean, yeah. That's I've, just travel in Australia. I've got to be honest with you. There are some places in Australia that that is not far from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> some of it was shot as documentary Hordes footage of movement along it's, the desert yes yeah, yeah. so, i mean th- this is the most interesting thing about mad max fury road that people don't know uh but 90 percent of that film is actually just stock footage <laughs> <laughs> it's all traffic cam it was just a uh, found traffic cam if you ever travel the road between adelaide and perth it's very bikey beetles you should see the australian version of world's most motorists it's our number one show it's really it's fantastic really <laughs> And, uh, and those guys, hey guys on the poles. guys, the television. They're going to Bullet Town tonight. Come on. The only difference is the guys on the poles are, are cops, and they drop down and put a ticket in your That'd car. That'd be convenient you if, you, like, uh, if you're doing like a pop-in set, like if you had a quick comedy set, and you had to go, like you could drop in just drop a in. pole, and then just have your pole waiting for you and flip back out. Yeah. Like I mean, if, you really, if you're really in a hurry, and you are doing a, a, a roofless establishment. Yeah. No, I'm uh, saying like through the yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> we made like a sunroof. I didn't think about the. We got, no, we can think about this. Setup it would take. We can think this a little bit more. I mean, or look, it'd be used. more about the look of it than the convenience. Yeah, like it wouldn't actually be convenient if you had a quick set. But it if you be, wanted to make a splash, yeah, it'd be convenient for like shopping at an open air market. If you drove by yes. like an open air oh, market, yeah. you hop that. into the citrus booth Perfect. real quick on your Perfect on your for a Sunday farmers market. Boom! Yep. You, you just scoop up. You Get have some your fresh strawberries. You have your organic canvas. Got the tomatoes. You go right. That's right. Yeah, you pop in and out. Yeah. I, uh, I, that was the one when I watched that movie. I was like, there's it's another a- guy who's got the credit card for. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole entourage for for one uh, orange purchase. Right. Get it? Oh, yeah, and then the- he's gonna bag it. Right. And then he's gonna. The first guy goes it. down and orders. The second guy's got the canvas bags. That's how they do everything. <laughs> oh, forgot the bags. Be right back. Whoop. Whoop. That was when they were dishing out jobs, though, to the uh, war boys. Of uh, like, that's the one I would want to go for. If you're a funnest. war boy, if I was a war boy, what would you pick? Driver? Most yeah, people say driver. I'd be a driver for sure. Pogo man. I want to be a stick man. I don't know, man. It just seems like a pogo man is really easy to stab. But uh, the drivers have to know like the directions. I don't know how to get to Gastown. <laughs> I feel like it's a much more simple world. Right? <laughs> I feel like they're not missing their Apple Maps. I feel like it's just like Bullet Town, Gas Town, and Who then brought salt, the tom-tom? salt for an entire place. There used to be an ocean. That's pretty much what I believe yeah. was there. Yeah. That was the salt land. I would the be ocean. the entertainer strapped to the front of the moving cars. I've thought Surely about that's doing the best this. job. I've thought about yeah, doing this as like a thing, like a co- comedians of a Mad Maxian apocalypse, where it's just like, leave us alone. We're just trying to get to our gig. We got bo- the Bullet Farm, and then we're doing. <laughs> I'm headlining. Oh Gaston. my god, you're doing the Bullet Farm. The Bullet Farm <laughs> Who sucks. <laughs> Who books it? Triple books yeah. it. But it's who a books ricochets gig. at the Bullet Farm? <laughs> I got. You can feature for me at Ricochet's, and then we're. Uh, Dude, you then know we're they, gonna, Then we're gonna do leakies over. You know they shoot at you. <laughs> if yeah, it's not going well, they shoot at you. I've heard. I, I've I, heard I'll tell you what's good. Have you guys played? Uh, have you guys played Valhaha's? <laughs> because there it is. That's the topper. Valhaha's. 
I mean, their silver mouth policy is a little <laughs> much. Like, I can't, uh, I pass out and I can't do all my jokes with a silver mouth. Yeah, I know. Well, I can a, do a tight 20. Well, that's it's what the, you do. Uh, they expect you to do that for the closer. Right. Are you ready? <laughs> you got to do it with that no, no. energy of a war boy. No, even better. You only do it when you're about to die. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, that's the rule of the club. It's a <laughs> comedian's yeah. about to die. You, you have do to that spray gig yourself once. <laughs> you do that gig once. I really want to do that. I think we just wrote the it's next a solid gig, web but series. <laughs> they only pay in gas. They only pay in... Uh, it, it wouldn't be much different than comedy as now. You'd literally get paid in, in driving your way back. Right. <laughs> which is currently how we get paid. Yeah, well, you get I, gas I, I, and I, I, water. All gigs I've done have been like, oh, here's, here's a, 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 a contribution towards getting part of the way home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is your payment. Here's your airfare uh, stipend, which will not cover your airfare. Yeah. Well, oh, thanks. no, it will. If you fly the shittiest. If you fly at times you did not even know that airplanes were Oh, I didn't know fly. they left at 3 a.m. Is that? Oh, okay. Right. What time do I have to? I won't have to line up two hours before, though, if it leaves at 3 a.m., right? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. It's still very busy. <laughs> yeah, it's still everybody on this flight. Um. Are you, what about the guitarist on the front of the... Don't you want to be the entertainer? Isn't that surely the job of He's the... He's strapped no. into it. I mean, he had a lot of pressure. He's playing he also the whole was time. Blind. He didn't have any breaks. He yeah. had no eyes. Um, He's collecting yeah. all the dust. There was no like windshield no. on his vehicle. Right, I, I mean, be, he's on an open truck. He's yeah. imagine what's hitting him while he's playing guitar. Bugs. He can't defend himself. Working his in the hands, outdoors. His hands are on his rig. Like he's he's also wearing. He's got I mean, a flamethrower that, that comes out of his yeah, spoilers, but, that, but he's got a flamethrower that comes out. Yeah, of his. he does. Is that a pedal? How did he operate that? Oh, I think he just hit I'm something on his. I think he hit something on the guitar itself. I'd go pedal. Like use your feet. Like you got a wawa down we there. You're yeah. already doing distortion with your left. I think it could be an easy no, hookup to do flames. If I recall correctly, it's when he hit a certain note and then it shot. I mean, out. I don't work at Guitar Center or anything, but I feel like they you sell those at Guitar Center a now. Flamethrower to be yeah. shot from your foot. Yeah, I mean, it's it's bad for the bass player, <laughs> <laughs> but. I mean, everyone and else plus, is usually, fine. Have you ever looked down at the feet of a guitarist? It's a lot of pedals, and you don't want to mix up flamethrower with like uh, mild distortion. Wah wah. I think in the the next Mad Max film, uh, Reggie Watts is playing that character. So it's gonna be <laughs> oh, man. it's gonna be a whole lot of stuff going on. It'll be. Fantastic. I actually did. That's funny you mentioned that. And when I lived in Seattle, Reggie Watts play. I did a sort of Mad Max parody. Uh, I forget what. I played like a Mad Maxian villain in this Mad Max period. And Reggie Watts was like the musician guy in a bar uh, in the apocalypse. So he's he's already he's equipped done it. to play this. That's what it. we're saying. He's well, yeah. done it. It's on his IMDb, I'm pretty right. sure. Well, I assume that's how yeah, George Miller found him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's gone well. That's a 10-minute discussion on the first line of the song. Uh, <laughs> out where the river broke, uh, the bloodwood and the desert oak, the holding wrecks and burning diesels. Steam in 45 degrees. Mad Max. That just makes me think of Mad Max again. Steaming, the time has come. Steaming diesel. The time has come. So something's happening. <laughs> to say fair's fair. Okay. To pay the rent. To pay our share. The time has come. A fact's a fact. It belongs to them. Let's give it back. Now, is he talking about the whole country? Wow. Well, at the time we were de debating like uh, indigenous land rights and whether that people should be recompensed for, you know, land that was now being used for mining that was their right. original land and all those sort of things. Interesting. So, I mean, I guess he wasn't fully advocating 
like that we should give the whole country back. Right. I but mean, that'd some, be. A, I got to be honest with you. That would be a brave move uh, for a popular pop song. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, if like, what if like a pop punk punk band came out in America with like now with like a hey, let's think about the Native Americans for a minute song like now. Uh, all right, uh, how can we dance when our Earth is turning? Uh huh. Oh, I know this song now. How can how do we sleep while our beds? Right. Am I getting close? No. How can we dance when our Earth is turning? I was right there, Dave. How do we sleep? While Yours our more beds mumbly. are burning. <laughs> Yours is much more mumbly. That's how I handle lyrics. I got it, I got it. Yeah. That's how I handle singing when I don't know the lyrics. Yeah. That's every song. <laughs> uh, and then the only other lyrics that are different for the rest of it is uh, Four Wheels Scare the Cockatoos mm-hmm. from Kintor East to Yundamu. Oh, I don't know mm-hmm. these references. They're... Uh, <laughs> Have you guys got any local for Yundamu? (laughs) (laughs) What's what's the what's the town that Yundamu hates? Just so I can drop him in at the end of the set. I'll be like, good to be here in Yundamu. Not like those dickheads in Kintor East, right? (laughs) Am I right, guys? (laughs) (laughs) No one's ever gone from Yundamu to Kintor East. Always Kintor East to Yundamu. Is that a comedy secret that people don't know? When sometimes comics would go into a town and ask who what the other town the town it's hates classic move. i know comics that will go in early to like find people to talk to or like mill about town really to like scoop up those nuggets of information <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe organically scouting mission but i honestly believe that we should just cut that fucking time out because yeah. we're all in this together and we know we're only using those references once in that one place yeah we should just the have, problem with it is it works. Like every time I've seen it does work. that attempted, it works like a gem and it makes you think like, oh man, I got to scoop up some oh, local mate, ref. here's what people love. <laughs> Pandering. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> That is the most classic form of pandering. They were but, probably uh, doing that in biblical times. Like and, before yeah. They, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Good to be here in Bethlehem. <laughs> <laughs> What's your, uh, Jerusalem, what what's your favorite sushi restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we should just have a, a database, not necessarily of the jokes, but of just like the, oh you know, God. the comedian. So if you're like, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Right. And you just get on there and go, look, the town they hate is this. Yeah. Like the thing that they're most famous for is this. The mayor like, did this. I think you if guys you men- If you mention their sport. Because like in America, it. for example, there are towns where you can go to and you can mention their sporting team and you'll get a certain sort of reaction. Yes. Right? Yeah. And you, it'd be just, or maybe it'll be like, hey, you know what? Just don't mention the sporting team. Uh-huh. Like, you know, yeah. I think that sort of thing would be handy. Just a database. I think you just invented a new app. Yeah, Nugget. It's called Nugget. Nugget. Yep. And because yeah. uh, it's little bits of comedy gold. Yeah, or information gold. Just thing you or need to mine nuggets. Either way, the pre-mining of a town, yeah. you get it out of the way with Nugget. Yeah. Oh. oh my God, we're geniuses. We are geniuses. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna check to see if there's an small app. end. Uh, if there's an app. Uh, it's a small end giant U. Call them Nugget. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, Nugget. Nugget. But I feel like it would just be like N U G G T. Oh, it's weird. My Nugget. Yeah, N, small N, big U, G, T. And you can send a nug, like if you have a nugget of information. Oh, yeah, that's good. Like you can nug someone. You can direct nug someone. So, like, you send out a nug to someone. Yeah. 
Yeah. So say you're going to Toledo, Ohio. You don't know anything about oh, Toledo, yeah, right. Ohio. Don't. You don't yeah. know that the Mud Hens are their minor league right. baseball team. So you got to send out a nug to Toledo, Ohio, right. and they'll send you b- back like, who's the starting pitcher for right. the Mud Hens? Hey, I need some nuggets for Erie, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and the great thing is, too, if we had enough people on the system, right, like you could also sort of start to coordinate with the idea that, you know, comedians of your own sort of styles or groups or things, so you're not doing, like, references to things that – your audience or whatever wouldn't be yeah. interested in like you know that you could expand that. past comedians say you're like a truck driver and you just right. want to drop jokes at a diner just some local <laughs> <laughs> pop in a nugget i mean it's it's originally would be for comedians right like it's a tool this is a tool for us right but it, but like, so like, so like a trucker walks into a diner in erie yeah. and she says hey how you doing where'd you come in from and he goes well not buffalo <laughs> exactly right. while he's looking at his phone <laughs> <laughs> He hits the app. Well, not. let me tell you where I wasn't. <laughs> scroll, scroll, scroll. Be good for public speakers, traveling salespeople. Yeah. Like, you know, anyone who needs a little... Politicians. Mm-hmm. Got to be great for politicians because yeah. that's your classic politician thing, right? Yes. You go to a country and you have to make some little reference to some local material in the country. Uh, this is a yeah. perfect for politicians. Actually. They're really, really good for uh, uh, band members, especially the lead band singers. You like to go out and go... This? What's up, Cleveland? Yeah. And everyone's like, this is Detroit, man. That happens all the time. Yeah. Somebody just told me a story about how the lead singer Rush, they were in, uh, I want to say they were in Michigan somewhere. Or no, they were in Madison, Wisconsin. And he came out and he went, hello, greater Cleveland area. <laughs> and they were all like, what? That's what he had written <laughs> in his hand. Greater Cleveland area. I mean, it is, uh, I guess, part I mean, of the greater Cleveland part of, area. <laughs> I guess it's part of Right. I mean, we're in the Maybe same country. Maybe he's just a guy who cares more about local municipality laws. Wait, he than said that about what town? Madison? He was in Madison, Wisconsin. Maybe he thinks that uh, all of all of the United States is the greater Cleveland area. <laughs> Hello, Midwest. Hello, the Midwest. You, that would cover Indianapolis, Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago, any of those cities. He yeah, might just be one of those guys. Who, maybe he was from Cleveland, and like everything else is like it's either Cleveland or not Cleveland. Or maybe he just doesn't give a shit. Maybe he's like, you're all the fucking. What if he came out? Maybe. With, Hello, you're all the fucking same to me. Who gives a shit? Neil Pert drum solo. <laughs> Drown out whatever confusion's happening on stage with some toms. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, they know he's gonna mess it up. It's nice to be back and <laughs> what's up, Neil Handles? What's the lead singer's name? Jillian. I think it's Jillian. Uh, it's Getty Lee. Getty Jillian. Lee. I was close. I was or close. Jillian or Bridget. I'm not sure. It's one of those. I was close. Getty Lee always has that problem. Here we are in the west coast of America. <laughs> That's why he probably doesn't give a shit about what the name of people's towns are because people are fucking up his name yeah. all the time. Yeah. And yeah. he knows yeah. Neil's going to come cranking in. Any second That's a game old-timed interruptive Or maybe he's every night just trying to get, like every night trying to get something more outrageous out and see if he can just sneak it in without... Hello, Somalia. <laughs> He's like what somebody ringing like a late night radio show and trying to get like there's um there's one that John Oliver keeps showing on his show called The Most Patient Man in Television and it's some television live call in show where clearly some oh. teens have decided to really? like, there's this guy oh, taking yeah. phone calls on air but clearly I've some pranks have gone well this has gone out live so we're just gonna like get on and then say like outrageous outrageous <laughs> I love the faces of the people and, that have to handle those things. and this guy well that's the best thing about it because they. Call him the most patient man on television because he's literally just like, and next 
Mueller. Like, but <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> he just plows through them, and some of them they get like really far into it, and he's just got his eyes closed, what? just soaking <laughs> in while slowly reaching for the phone. Uh, It'll be awesome. like, now there's like that kind of behavior is just running rampant. Like in the news, you uh, what's the thing that you yell at? It was a viral thing. Like a lot of people were trying to get on the news yelling like big hairy pussy or something like that <laughs> just to shout it on American news. It was a I thing. Mean, you know what I'm talking about? We have. We have oh no, fucker in the pussy. That's what it was. To right. say the phrase. We have great Fucker in the pussy. And the news became we, a thing. Yeah. So there's all these tons of American news footage with people in the background just like, turn by. You know, and the poor reporters just have to like <laughs> stoically soak it in. Like My, my favorite thing about that is that. Um, I just hope it becomes a really big thing. Like, you know, it's so popular that it becomes like... Because you know what? Terrible things become popular all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Like, look at the Kardashians. So, like, imagine if that became so big. Because you know what's coming up in America is the presidential campaign, right? And you know... Oh, I thought you said... uh, You were going to say, give it a sitcom. The uh, (laughs) fucker, the pussy, the sitcom. Right. Oh, yeah. It'd be like a blanker in the blank. Blanker in the blank. (laughs) New on Fox. A new 13 episode season. You're going to see two episodes of on Fox and then the rest on the internet. (laughs) It's blanker in the blank. Based on the internet. Tune in next for... (laughs) No, I want to see one of the presidential campaigns. Like, you know... (laughs) <laughs> That's the spin-off. Have you guys seen Blanker in the Blank? <laughs> what, the first uh, one? Or the no, no, Blanker in the Blank. Not Blanker in the Blank. Not the Fox show, Blanker in the Blank. I'm talking, have you seen the, one the, H- the HBO one? Oh, the HBO one. Yeah, Blanker, Blanker in the Blank, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That's in brackets, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. No, uh, I would love to see one of the presidential camp- candidates go with that as their way to try to, like, you know, like their last desperate, you know, you know when they they're about to go one out of, those? of yeah. when they're about to go out of the campaign. No, no, you know how they always try to drop in some bit of lingo. So whatever the hot phrase in the wood, someone will use memes or emoticons or whatever, in, you know, because they try to talk yeah. like young people. I just want to see Rand, what are those? Rand <laughs> Paul or somebody just like go, well, in the words that are sweeping America, I just like to say, fucker in the pussy, <laughs> <laughs> president, and our next president. <laughs> It's weird that this phrase is coming about when a woman is running for president. I'm just saying, it says something about America. It's a that this issue. is our new phrase when we have a woman running. Well, I don't shows, think it's, it's a new phrase. I don't want to. I don't want to promote this okay. as something we're all running around saying. Don't. I mean, but it's just catching fire now. I'd rather not now. like hear it in the streets. But it's like a. It's. I've seen. You'd it rather videos. not hear it in the streets. You'd rather hear it not like in a more. I don't want it to interrupt my day. You know what I mean. I don't want to be <laughs> like someone in my face while I'm grocery shopping. So you're walking. So you're walking down the aisle and you hear fucker in the pussy. Yeah, pussy. Are you like from a distance? I would laugh. You like, turn oh, it's one of those guys. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. If it was like. Excuse me, sir. That is a bedroom talk. Yeah, that uh, is. I think you'll find the, ex- the expression is a gentleman in the streets and <laughs> a demon in the sheets. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's a good show. Uh, it's a 10 p.m. show. All right. What else? What else is going on, guys? Hey, thanks for coming in, doing the podcast. I appreciate We've that. Very discussed very nice. so much. Uh, Andy Peters, what's yeah. been going on with you, mate? We haven't uh, caught up yeah, officially on the podcast for a while. Tell us about Andy Peters. Hard, I haven't it's been doing hard. anything. It's tough being me. You gotta I have be a dog you that be... doesn't let me sleep now. Oh, you know, that's oh yeah, I got a whole thing. dog situation going on. Do you? How do you? How do you? Okay, so here's. I had a personal kinda... trainer come over because I have a demon dog that will sleep in the bed, but like at three in the morning will just wake up and want to. Uh, uh, what uh, kind of dog is this? It's a terrier. Terriers. What do you have? You got a terrier. Yeah. 
They're uh, Johnny they're, Depp's dogs that we tried to kill are. in Australia. Did you guys, terriers. Did you, did you guys hit them? Oh the, yeah, back because the, the headline hammer, was War on Terriers. It was. It was. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking fantastic. Give that guy. But I tell you, you almost kill, worth the war. <laughs> I mean, you kill Wait, one. Of, you kill one of our dogs. We kill one of yours. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, do you not know this story, Andy Peters? I know, uh, I've read the headline. I know that he got. He might get arrested or might get jail time. So Johnny Depp brought his dogs to Australia illegally yeah. on his private jet. Just brought his dogs over. Can't bring your dogs to Australia. Does like he that, live mate. in Australia now? No, he's just... over filming uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 25. Okay. And yes, 25 yes, through 42. Yeah. This time there's seven new pirates. Yeah. This time <laughs> I'm the more hilarious. <laughs> And, uh, I'm here for my money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just film him saying that and edit, edit it He's into the He's just trying movie. to get paid for a job he did. This too. pirate wants a lot of money. This pirate, he must have done a lot of pirating gigs here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he came over to Australia. He's been intermittently in Australia because he keeps having accidents and going back to America on his private jet and not filming this like uh, ac- multi-million dollar... Accidents? Look, he was staying at McDoohan's house. Do you know who McDoohan is? Uh-uh. He was a motorcycle world champion. He's an Australian. Yeah. And now he owns a whole bunch of uh, Vegas nightclubs and okay. stuff. And he's rich as. Are they motorcycle themed? Uh, his nightclubs? I, I don't know, but I reckon probably one of them at least would be. Like, like you know, a booth where you have to sit on motorcycles. And you're yeah. like, this is, can I just sit in a booth? Yeah. You know those like car themed diners yeah. where you have to sit in a car shaped booth and you're just like, can, can I get you, a regular? When you want to order, you press a button, it goes. And all the waiting staff are dressed as like various things you'd see as you're driving. It's just a world's loudest restaurant. Can I get Can I get a. It just sounds waitress like... Waitress comes over, sprays some bugs in your face. <laughs> well, the, waitress, in your face. the waitress has had a horrible head wound. <laughs> <laughs> they're just covered in dirt and they shake off at your table. <laughs> Can I get you anything? You're just... <laughs> just dust everywhere. It's the worst. Don't go to... <laughs> don't go to... <laughs> the waiter also serves meth. You want a little... Uh, you want a gun or meth? What do you want? <laughs> So Johnny Depp was staying at his place in Australia, I believe, from the rumours. <laughs> and so Depp um, smuggled his dogs in. You've got to wait six months if you're a dog to get into Australia. Right. And That's um, a long flight to do a smuggle job. Like, No, you don't have to fly the plane for six months. <laughs> <laughs> no, where did he bring the dog? I'm not following. It goes, in, it goes into a quarantine. The, the, so it gets the there, dog. it goes into a quarantine and waits to see if it has any doggy diseases. Yeah. And then you, and then but at some there. point, you've got to get the dogs from America to Australia, right? Where was he bringing them in from? America, yeah. But then, so it's a long flight. It's yeah. 14 hours. Yeah. But yeah. it's a private plane, so the dogs are just hanging out. I mean, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Oh, he didn't have them like... No, he, didn't, a, like, he wasn't smuggling the a, dogs. Oh, like, okay. Well, you used the word smuggle. I thought he had them. Well, I mean, he smuggled them. Under- but it's a private plane. It would be like... It would be like... I think you're talking about If you're a cartel and you're bringing pot in, you don't buy like a coach seat and hold your... Hold your kilo of pot on your lap. You get a plane, right? And so that's what your he's saying. He plane. did with the dogs. No, you get your own private plane. And you just fly it in. So it's not, you're not did like you on think, Spirit Airlines. Did you have like a bag full of dogs? That's what but I also, thought. Also, did you think that like it's only smuggling if you have it on your person? <laughs> like, yeah. Like oh no no the cocaine's in a bag next to him. That's well, oh, that's thought, totally fine. What I oh, imagine in my head is like okay. the private airliner was like Mr. Depp. You can't bring. Are dogs you getting confused with like the Hamburglar? Like, <laughs> 
put something in a sack and you run and around so with it. So he had to take like Qantas, like a regular. No, no, he's airplane. no, he's gone on. He's he's Johnny Depp has his own plane. Own plane. So his smuggling wasn't sneaky at all. He just put some dogs on an airplane. Yeah, right. So he maybe thought, not use the word smuggle. For it me. is smuggling. What's smuggling. Though? Smuggling. <laughs> so, you. I mean, you have this. A very I think it's, outdated, a, I think it's a verb like you smuggle. No, you're you. It's like I'm you've got like a guy a, with a like the black the black yeah, the, thing yeah. over his eyes and a cap on, and he's got a bag and he's I'm running. Not saying in. There's an outfit for smuggling. Well, but I no. think that you're thinking of the ham smuggler. The ham smuggler. Yeah, the hamburglar's right. uh, brother. <laughs> he went in there ham smuggling. He's not as good. Like uh, he's still in training. No, well, he's actually making wow. a lot more money. My yeah. mentor and like, cousin, the hamburglar, and I were hanging he's out. He's been this smuggling weekend. ham into Israel for years. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no he's smuggling. actually the success of the family because the hamburglar, <laughs> like he's like a street criminal. Yeah. Like literally, if you think about it, the hamburglar, like you have to keep your eyes on your your fries. He's like a pickpocket. Do you know what I mean? Like That's he's just be a he's working. Eyes local on the fries. Keep your eyes. He's Keep fries. Oh my god, how upset would people be if you, if you did keep your eyes on the fries? Oh my god, I would love for McDonald's to come out with that as a slogan. Yeah. Just watch the world fall apart. They do a week where they just sell fries, and the tagline for that week is "Keep your eyes on the fries." And you go into a McDonald's, like, can I get a combo of any kind? Keep your eyes on the fry, fr- and just fries everywhere. Are all you can get. So, where is these brothers anyway. gone into ham smuggling, which is like a very lucrative, as right, you mentioned? Okay, back to the so, serious issue, though. Yeah. So he. So when did he get confronted with the idea that he was smuggling? So in America, he packed up his dogs. Uh-huh. He didn't got pack them on his up. private. He didn't pack them up. They're not. So they're they not went, getting. How many dogs anything. does he have? So he, he literally just walked onto his plane in right. Van Nuys, and the dogs followed him up the stairs, and then they closed Reagan. the door. There's no sneaking. It's still smuggling though. Because they're not supposed to be in the country, so you're still smuggling, even if you're, even I if just, they're not I in a bag or a you sack. You gotta have like them packed away in a suitcase <laughs> to be a smuggle. <laughs> so I so okay, I okay. So, I so want to say he you. just kind of pulled a bonehead okay. move. He tried to bring dogs into the country. Okay, can't hold bring on. Dogs. That's want, not smuggling. Okay, hold he's on. Smuggling. He made though. a boot. Like he got off the plane and like, hey, you can't have your dogs in this country. And he went, right. oh crap. Andy Peters is world's <laughs> worst lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see the word that way. <laughs> I mean, is it murder if you shoot someone with a gun and you don't want to? No, I'm just saying you got, like, there's nothing sneaky happening. He just had the dog. No! If you look at the word smuggling, nowhere in the definition does it say sneaky. Like, yeah, well, drug dealers aren't just like willy nilly running around with their drugs. They can just when they're smuggling, but they can smuggle stuff in by just putting it on a plane or a boat and bringing it in. I got the drugs. They don't have to be like, they don't have to like put it under a tarp or put it in a truck. Yes, yes, they do. (laughs) They cover it in some fashion when you smuggle. You always. Cover the thing you're smuggling. You, know you don't just have open bags of money flopping in the wind off I, of the airplane. I'm going to need you to go on the Word Girl podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe I'm not good with words. But I just... Anyway, so, okay, this so, particular so for case, you, Johnny Depp mm-hmm. went, had a to the, sack went to the Van Nuys airport. He had a sack full of seven dogs. dogs in a sack, yeah. and he got on a plane. Okay. Yeah, he went to Australia, and uh, we discovered his dogs. Well, how were the the dogs discovered? (laughs) Well, I believe the dogs were discovered. See, here's the thing: he 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 would have. This is where it breaks down as a non-smuggler. So he would have. He would have. They just found the dogs. He would have. They just left the plane. 
Yeah, they got off the plane and they probably went to his house. Like, he didn't cover him with, like, a blazer or anything and, like, sneak him into another room. Why is he walking like that? Why are his (laughs) legs moving Because he's not supposed to have those dogs in the country, so you're going to want to, like, do a magic trick or something. (laughs) But also, you know what Johnny Depp dresses like? Like, there's 15 15 layers. He's probably got eight dogs They were both under his third scarf. We probably didn't find eight of them. (laughs) And also, he, he probably just has the dogs wrapped around him like some kind of... Like accessory. A, oh, accessory. like 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. Yeah. But he hasn't killed them. He's just he trained them. them. Right, he's just trained them. Or they're them. under his Curious George hat. Yeah. Yep. He's had Caesar uh, working at his house for four months, training the dogs <laughs> to form into a coat so he can smuggle them yes. right. into other countries. See, now you're smuggling. Right. Okay. You got another person making it look like right. the dogs are a coat that's smuggling. Right. Johnny yeah. and his amazing Technicolor Terrier dog coat. coat. <laughs> I love it. His doggy we've, smoke Now we've created two shows. Okay, so he's um, <laughs> that's the musical. So he comes out to Australia with his two dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, some journalists obviously doing stories on him, you know, like being in Australia, making his uh, film. Yeah. Uh, so they take some pictures. They've taken some pictures from the helicopter yeah. and they've seen the dogs and they've said something about the dogs and then the government are going, hang on, you shouldn't have those dogs here. Uh, so our agriculture... So, so- what happened was... This is where you should... No, this is the great thing. So, there's a person who works for, like, the animal... Did Johnny Depp the, not the, know you can't have bring dogs in Oh, Australia? he knew. He knew. Johnny Depp knows. Everybody, Everybody knows. knows. Everybody knows that. So, so at the press conference where all the paparazzo and interview people, he just, like, had his dogs. Well, no, they took a picture of him probably at his house. Whatever. At his house. It was, like, a, it was from a helicopter. Right, so they took a picture of him. They had like secret shots of his dogs. And Johnny Depp's dogs. And someone is flipping through like Australia In Touch or Australia People mm-hmm. Magazine. And someone who works for the government in animal, uh, what would it be? Animal immigration? What is it? What, is it? what do you call it? Animal entry? Quarantine? Or Dog animal police. Quarantine? The, guy, the person who works in animal quarantine was like, hey, hold on. Like someone who worked. Quarantine. It's not like it's not like it's not like someone in Parliament saw it, but it would have to be someone very specific who was flipping through an article and saw that and was like, "Hold on, now, I finally got Depp." (laughs) So he's dressed up as uh, the bad guy pirate in Pirates of the Caribbean. I got him. So there's well, here's the interesting thing. So here's the next bit. Up till this point, Johnny Depp's done everything wrong, right? I mean, he I mean, he uh, not really all. Smuggle. He hasn't made a lot of bad movie choices, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> There's some good ones. Ever since he made the first parts of the Caribbean movie, Johnny Depp has not made one good decision. I agree. And uh, I'm looking forward to the one he has coming out where he plays Whitey Bulger. Isn't that him? Where yeah. He's playing Whitey Bulger. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Well, wait until you see what he does. I'm not. He's so. It kind of looks like he's doing Hunter S. Thompson okay, again. See? Like he's back to doing what he did yeah. for Hunter S. Thompson. Seriously? That's what he's going to make it but two characters. But it's a different guy. <laughs> yeah, it's a completely different guy. You know Whenever what? he plays a bald guy, he's like, okay, I can wrap my head around this. Is so there a like chance? A Hunter S. Thompson? <laughs> Is there a chance that when Hunter S. Thompson died, he took over the body of Johnny Depp? Like they were spending a lot of time together doing fucking shamanistic things they in were. the desert and stuff. He did like, get his because he has kind of turned work. into a terrible actor yeah. and mostly just he's like Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah, and it does actually feel like like Hunter S. Thompson would take two dogs to Australia. Yes, and a gun. Yeah, and did. Like I haven't heard a, this. Johnny Depp worked out a real deal to get Hunter S. Thompson's clothes to get his whole work. Right, and he paid for him to be shot into in space. real life. So that's He's, one step towards what you're talking he about. He paid for his ashes. This is what they did with uh, Hunter S. Thompson's ashes, and Johnny Depp paid for this. Now that I think about it, the perfect cover story to dispose of any evidence or DNA about this plot. Johnny Depp arranged for them to be blasted into space and exploded as fireworks. What? Yeah. 
That's what Hunter S. Thompson oh, yeah, wanted yeah. to do. And uh, so that that would be the perfect cover if you were like some sort of fucking shape-shifting body person who needed to dispose yeah. of all they the evidence, right? they also erect like a giant uh, bronze statue of the Gonzo symbol too? Like Johnny Depp paid for that? Doesn't that sound like something? That, <laughs> sounds, yeah, that does. That explains a lot. So if like Fear and Loathing in San Diego comes out, right. written, by, <laughs> written by Hunter S. Schmompshen. <laughs> We know oh, Johnny, no. Johnny one, D. Schmumpson. This one's by Hunter J. Thompson. Hunter Dept. Hunter J. Yeah. Uh, so Hunter Thompson. He's taken his two dogs to Australia. Uh, <laughs> they've been spotted, uh, and then our agriculture minister, who is a guy called Barnaby Joyce. Oh, he now, sounds fun. Barnaby Joyce in Australia. Barnaby's a country guy. He's a country member of Parliament and Australian country. He's from Queensland. Uh, his nickname is Barnaby Bananas. Oh, uh, and he's a very you know, you know prides himself on being mm. just an honest down to earth, like, oh, yeah. you know, like. And he's got on TV, and he realised this was his moment to shine. Yeah. So he's what we should have done is gone. Hey, Johnny, you shouldn't have those dogs here. Can you please take them back to America on your private jet? Yep. Uh, but instead, he went. Uh, well, look, here's what we're going to do. Mister Depp's going to have to. Uh, no, he says this. This is my first bit that I loved. He goes, uh, "Look, I know he's been voted." The world's most sexiest man twice in his life. Oh, right? Good so lead. Good the, lead. That's the thorn in old Barnaby side. Open right. big. Why not me? Should have gotten Barnaby? it myself. <laughs> and then he goes, uh, but if he doesn't get him out of the country in 48 hours, are we going to euthanize his dogs? Oh. And so our agriculture minister went on national TV and went, hey, big shot Hollywood. <laughs> We're going to kill your fucking dogs if you don't hey, get them out of the Hey, fancy boy, I'm going to murder your dogs. Yeah. God, it's like, ice, it's hey. like ISIS over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to behead them on television. It's ISIS for dogs in Australia. It's low-stakes ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's even worse. I mean, like people care a little bit about the fact that they're killing journalists, but if they started killing puppies <laughs> and putting videos out of that on the internet... Even worse, oh, yeah. now you're fucking with our celebrities. Like that's right. You're going to start a war. That oh, yeah, if they started crazy. killing celebrity puppies... Yeah. Oh man! If they're like, we're giving Johnny Depp uh, a, uh, we're giving him life in prison. <laughs> like we're, he's getting a life sentence in prison. We would go to war with Australia. We'd be like, next week, George Clooney's pigs. What? Yeah, <laughs> not the pigs. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did they did they confiscate the dogs? No, they just uh, said, uh, hey, the big JD. Get them out of the country, or they're done for. So where are we at with it now? Oh no, they're back. They came back to America. They're back here. See, that's. I mean, it, this could have all been avoided if he just didn't go over there with dogs, right? I right. think you make a really good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just stuck on the point of like, did nobody say like, you know, as he's packing up for the trip and getting the dog stuff and well, he thought he could get away with bag. it. He thought he could get away with it because he was staying at a place and he would just yeah. have the dogs on the private property and no one would ever see him. But have course, you seen? His plan the... was probably saying, "I'm Johnny Depp." Yeah. <laughs> right. Have you seen right. the and decisions he makes it. with his life? It's not great. Like no one's giving him quality advice. No. Have, have you seen the Kevin Smith movie Tusk? He probably has a person that takes care of his dogs, though. Like, he's probably got a dog wrangling a dog walk person. That person could have chimed in at some point if they you, knew so what, what they were doing. So what you're saying is that John, you know you can't bring superstar Johnny Depp probably has a dog walker. <laughs> <laughs> is that what yeah, you're or, saying? I mean, probably a whole team of people that, like, groom them. He has probably got personal groomers. So you think you think that superstar Johnny Depp has people who both walk his dogs yeah. and groom them? I'm saying, like, a whole team. <laughs> Or he might just be crazy enough that he went down the street one day and, and saw like a pole with like a sign on it and just ripped off a number and got that person. Yep. Yeah. Because he is. I'd like, like to say that I just saw on my drive over here that there is now a Uber for dog walking. Yeah. What do you uh, mean by that? Z uh, Zaz Wag. 
Wag? No, I thought it was called like a. I have it. I it's have called. It well, there's phone. one called Wag now, and you can just. I've been you can just. Looking in, you can. It. It's like Uber. You put in a thing. Mm-hmm. Someone comes to your house and walks your dog. A stranger. A strange person may or may not have been background checked. Right. Goes into your home and takes, takes your, your dog. dog. <laughs> takes your most precious. Zingy. Little... It's called Zingy. I well, have the one Zingy. I saw was Wag. Wag and Zingy. Have you used Zingy? Toe-to-toe. I'm thinking about using it. I downloaded it. There's Zingy right here. Look. There's a couple dogs on the picture. It says, I'm not past the get started pace. Uh, very important stuff. All Zingy walkers have passed a six-point background check and Whoa. an in-person interview. Whoa. They also attend ongoing education and training programs at our Zingy Academy. Where do they stand on the Johnny Depp thing? I'll ask them. Uh, Zingy, the great thing about those things is they, they their entire business model relies on the idea that no one ever has a bad experience. Because the minute, if you're a dog owner, the minute you hear that someone on Wag or Ziggy yep. or whatever, had, yeah. that's it. That whole thing might as well just shut it down. The whole thing shuts down. Yeah. Like that's didn't that happen? Because like well, Uber, Uber got some heat, but they were able to avoid. Th- wasn't there like a thing with Uber? What happened? Yeah, there was definitely some Uber stuff. And oh, there's uh, been Uber stuff. Yeah, yeah. which is always going to be the case. Um, yeah. But I think people are more precious about their pets. Like I have a dog walker at home for my dog, and uh, but that, he, uh, he has like a he, he just comes like three times a week, and he has a pack, and it's the same guy. Yeah, and he has, and, and he takes her out so that she can run with other dogs, basically. Which so it's is a the, person you trust. Yeah. So would you trust that person to give you information? You're going to another country that doesn't allow dogs. And if you got arrested, wouldn't you then call that person when you got back and be like, what the fuck, Frank? Wait, no, wait, I'd wait. be like, that's <laughs> your responsibility. Know. I'd lean on I you for dog like, information. Yeah, but we're... <laughs> we're not really, we dog. have a couple of really weird hang-ups yeah. about this story. <laughs> number one is the definition of smuggling. And number two yeah. is I'm the knowledge that you shouldn't just bring dogs into a country. Yeah. I feel like you're hung I'm up on I'm mad at the, the person that should have told him. What? The person that we don't... The person whose name has yet been mentioned in this story is the fuckhead that should have right. piped in when the packing was happening. But you know okay, what? There's I mean, no packing. <laughs> and also, he... Well, he just hopped on a plane got to Australia. He you're acting like Johnny Depp isn't a crazy Hollywood star who thinks he can do anything. That's the problem. He had this knowledge. He knew he couldn't bring his dogs in. See, these people need, like, in their teams yeah, of point. celebrity handlers. I know. It's a good point. If, if Johnny's not just gone crazy. Johnny's always been crazy, or at least been crazy for a substantial period of time. You need someone constantly there going, hey, Johnny, you can't take the you dogs. You can't just bring dogs well, in. That's hey, Johnny, that's you can't wait. Like hey, a real down-to-earth, a guy whose job it is is just to bring Johnny Depp down-to-earth. Like so you're talking nice. about, and that's the person he's missing, Hunter S. Thompson. He had that. <laughs> <laughs> hey Johnny, I like know everyone else in Into the Woods is wearing like a costume. Why are you just Listen, wearing your own clothes? It's impolite to <laughs> throw away an entire fruit platter while on set of a Pepsi commercial. A celebrity really did that to me. Hang yes. on, what? Uh, the uh, the cele- the lady from a uh, Modern Family. Oh, uh, the blonde one? No, the uh, Verara. V- v- so Sophia Vergara. Yeah, she had me. Verara. <laughs> Sophia Verara. So Sophia Verara. Is that her name? Yeah. Okay. I thought he was making up Varara. Uh, that is made up. It's Vagara. Vagara. I saw him throw away a fruit platter once on set of a Pepsi commercial. Why? Uh, what why do you only mean throw it away? The craft services guy, there was like pineapple, mango, beautiful fruit spread. And uh, a PA brought it to her thing, and I came back. I, it was my job to like bring her to set, and I came back a little bit later, and it was just like gone and sort of half in the trash. Unless, like, one of her handlers, like, somebody threw that fruit. Get the fruit out. 
<laughs> why, why did she become Schwarzenegger? I mean, that's See, the so weird these thing. level of celebrities need a person on their staff to be like, Sophia, you can't just, just chuck a whole fruit tree. Fruit Someone's going to get pissed. A guy cut that fruit. Right. They don't have that thing in their brain but, of but like, they don't, courtesy of uh, but I think, anything But I think happening. that you're thinking that if someone told them that, then they would do it. I'm saying... They don't have that person because even if that person told them, they would still do it because they don't give a shit. No, but if, if it's like a strict person of their staff, like Are you, you understand. Like a, their dad? Yeah, not, like a personal, yeah, that gives you like dad, like that brings you, you down to No, earth. you're absolutely right. It's my personal Somebody like, explains to me the difference headler, between like ordin- ordinary people and stars. And it, the Hollywood fruit plot is a really good example because they said that like an ordinary person, when they walk into uh, a room where there's a fruit platter, Thinks, yeah. oh, so somebody's left a fruit platter here. What a nice uh, thing that yeah, someone right. cut fruit and star, put out a fruit tray. When they for walk us. into a fruit, if, room where there's a fruit platter, goes, oh, good, someone left me a fruit platter. My fruit platter's here, you know. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, of course, you expect it. So you need that someone. She went, I can't eat pineapple. Threw it all away. That's what she did. All of it. Allegedly. Allegedly, could have been. She's a big listener to the podcast, so she's <laughs> is she? No, she loves it. Uh, That's how she learned to speak crap. English. <laughs> Her movie really did well. Oh, um, with the the, uh, the Reese Witherspoon? God, that that seemed uh, an odd choice pursuit. for Reese. That's what it was. I said a hot to try. Right? Hot for Sophie, I'm like, take what you can get. Yeah. You know? I mean, this is her moment. And you, if mm. you can get a lead in a big movie, take it. But Reese's Reese. on her way down big time. But what? Come on. She, yeah. A, she doesn't need the money, surely. She did, she's bad. done very well. She was making a lot of money at one stage. But I just feel bad can't for she catering make... on that set. They seem like they would both <laughs> be chucking out fruit trays. <laughs> Just somebody that's like, okay. listen, you can't, you just got to be nice to the people that are working here. There's PAs making like $12 today, you, so maybe be nice to them. Are you gonna, Somebody that just gives you this spiel, but you you respect this person. It's like your personal down-to-earther, and whenever they talk, you're like going to do what they say. So Johnny Depp's would be like, Johnny, you can't bring dogs to Australia, buddy. And Johnny, knowing that this person is a serious part of his staff that he respects, would go, okay. But I don't think. I got to get a dog. I got to bring my dog somewhere in America. Problem solved. I mean, that's. I mean, I guess that's true. If we really think about this right back to the origin story. I just saw so story. many problems because it like shuts down movie production, like the, these attitudes of, of. Right, but couldn't these people just be nicer? That's what I'm, I don't like, think I mean, this so. Is I don't the, think this they is the, have it in This their... is the bit that, like, you've just decided, oh, well, fuck it. We've given up on them just being decent people. Right, yeah, right, right. <laughs> we're so going to tell them how to be decent. Right, we're going to have to get a telling them how to be decent And guy. that person should be paid because it's a really important job. Because right. their shitty attitudes are ruining, like, whole days for large masses of people. I but, mean, to be honest, like, as much as I ideally, like, or idealistically, yeah. I don't agree with you. Because idealistically... <laughs> Idealistically, I think that the, the owner should be on these people to right. actually just be decent people. However, you live in the real world, right. and this is the world that we live in right now. You are absolutely right. I think to live that if, and breathe alongside these people. If you, and I'm sure they do, by the way, but if you on every set had someone whose job it is just to remind the star of reality, mm-hmm. that right. would be a pretty good job. Like even just to like mention, like you could do it in a, if you were skilled at this job, just put in world events in context and stuff. Yeah. Like you'd be like, hey, I, I know that that's not the kind of pineapple that you really like, but um, did you hear about all those girls that were kidnapped by Boko Haram and how they've been impregnated by their... Uh, uh, captors and now they've been released but they're going to have to live with the uh, uh-huh. uh, baby this that they were raped by uh-huh. that terrorist. So right. anyway, how do you feel about that pineapple? Yeah. It's this would be weird. a strong technique <laughs> used by... This is the kind of stuff that this person would need in their arsenal to do their job effectively. Yeah. Uh, speaking of prickly situations... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I heard a story about a guy. I'm going to try to look him up because I want to see if I know who he is. 
Um, do you know who Tony Liston is? Tony Liston? Yeah. No? He, uh, so he's an actor. Okay. And uh, he came onto the set of a show and walked on the set and said, I want a chicken Caesar salad. Like, you know, they have catering all his food there, but he was like, this is what I want. And they're like, yeah. uh, uh, okay. That's where the person would come in and be like, Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony. And then <laughs> and he did uh, supplied uh, catering. In fact, to be honest, mate, look over there. Food delivery works uh, in a very specific way, Tony. But also, Tony, look at this. Uh, right on that, uh, th- that whole craft services table, they have lettuce. Uh, yeah. There's some croutons there with the soup. Uh, there's, they're doing there's some chicken bacon. on there's the grill cheese. right there's now. Some chicken. We could really just put this plate together ourselves. I could ourselves. make you a chicken Caesar. Maybe, maybe it's not. <laughs> Maybe maybe some other members of the crew would like a chicken Caesar as well. We could. But what happened is the whole more. staff that day had to deal with a lunatic yelling about Caesar salads. Okay, maybe it's not little. Uh, maybe it's not Tony listening because there's no one by that name. Right. <laughs> well, that, just, that, he, he was out of show business after that day. So anyway, so this guy came never worked again. <laughs> they they removed his IMDb page <laughs> <laughs> because of that incident. He shows up. He does. He's just supposed to do a couple of scenes, and he does that, and then he 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 just keeps yelling at people. Talk shit about the script in front of the writers, says how fucking bad the writing is, uh, then messes up all the lines. They have to just keep shooting it because he's so bad. And then, uh, and then he, he, he leaves and says, This sucks. And, and so that, that was, everyone's like, Jesus, what the fuck was what that? What was that guy? What was that? And then, uh, and so the, one of the writers was telling everyone this story, told a bunch of people. And then, uh, and then some guy whose wife is an actor came home and she goes oh my god i just worked with the worst guy he walked on a set and he yelled i want a chicken caesar salad <laughs> and then proceeded to tell the exact same story <laughs> it's just that's what he does. Bit. <laughs> that's just what he does <laughs> he's at home going i, I want it, like there's young people on the set he's like i'll, I'll tell you one le- secret of show business that has kept my name tony liston <laughs> Possibly. Has kept my name, my possible name. My Tony name, Tony Liston. TonyListen.com, TonyListen.net, TonyListen.org. Hashtag Tony Liston. Hashtag Tony Liston. <laughs> Hashtag the real Tony. Hashtag how dare you, Tony Liston. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go on to my website. Uh, best hashtag te- fuck Tony <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> 10 best Caesar salad recipes. <laughs> <laughs> Tumblr, fuck yeah, Tony Liston. Yeah. Um, oh, so um, Tony Liston, yeah, maybe that's his bit. Maybe that's his bit of advice. He's like, that's how you get the power on the set. You go on and you, you demand a Caesar salad. You show confidence right out the gate yeah. and there's no better way to do that than just shouting foods as uh, soon as you... Right, ch- no, but he's obviously decided on the chicken Caesar salad too. Yeah. Like that, that is yeah. the perfect because it shows to the female members of the cast that he he's not afraid to eat a salad. But it's right. a very it's got chicken in it. Yep. It's like the fattiest of all salads. You might as well be eating like a bowl of pasta in right. regard to yeah. calories. It's not actually a salad. It's Food a salad you- that isn't really the salad. You know, so that's your that's your classic power move. Yep, yeah. Yeah. power move. Chicken Caesar. Food's a big thing on set to do a power move. Like a, a, a celebrity once that I worked with on set ordered poached eggs for breakfast while the entire crew was trying to get breakfast. So he like skipped a line and was like, hey, can you poach me four eggs? And the uh, chef guy on set went, that's fucking cute. And he had to like 
poach eggs, which I don't know if you've ever poached an yeah, egg. It's it not. takes like 10 minutes of you working the egg. Like you got to like be it over the egg and work it in the water and keep its shape. So it's like dedicated time to make each individual poached egg. And he's yep. just like, hey, whip me up four poached eggs and then went back inside. So this poor cook who's got like he went back a inside? crew of 80 people. Because I would have just sat there and go, yeah, work that egg. <laughs> work that egg, bitch. Poaching. You work in that. So, so you know, Poach Tony, uh, Tony Lifton. What's his name? Maybe Tony Lifton. Tony Lifton. Lifton. Are you talking Let's about look. Tony Clifton? Because that's no, it's a not, it's not character. Yeah, right. Who would, do, who would do something like this, but in character? I clearly can't remember the person's name, which is Chester sad. I like, Fis- to, I like to narc on people Chester like Finkston. Liston. Maybe I'm it's. I'm gonna look up Lifton. Yeah. Nope. Tony Lifton. Nope. It's not. It's not anybody. That's Maybe his, it's not that's Tony. That's his gym junkie brother, Tony Lifton. Maybe it's like Christopher Lipton. Uh, Maybe you're just thinking Tony because of Tony Clifton. Uh, anyway. Yep. I'm thinking of a name. I don't know. Uh, that, so the, if you want to be a freelance down-to-earther, get a hold of me because I'm going to start like an agency. Is this going to be your job? I think because I, ha- I don't do anything. I'm, I, I like, you know these apps that you're talking about? Like Lyft and Postmates and Wrangler and Zingy? Like my day job situation. Wait, what, Postmates? <laughs> Postmates is a delivery one. It's like the Uber of delivery. I have an orientation with them next week to start being a Postmates driver. True story. Okay. I got, like, so, you, what, so, so what happens? What do, what do we do? What? So say you're in the need of something, anything from town. So Hem- now I it's need really a hemorrhoid medication. Hemorrhoid medication. Okay. So you go onto the app Postmates uh-huh. and you put in the store that you know has your hemorrhoid medication they send out a member of their fleet which is a delivery driver so Uh as a fleet member after I pass my orientation next week cross your fingers I'll be a fleet member and I would get like a notice that's like hey, you got to go to Rite Aid and get some hemorrhoid medication and bring it to this address where Mr. Anthony lives. I would go do that. And it's just like Uber where the transaction is connected to your credit card. So I go home. There's money in my account. I brought you your hemorrhoid medication. You didn't have to leave the house. I can't even walk, though. I need someone to apply it. That's not, we don't do that. That's we don't take, there's another delivery. app for that. <laughs> that would be another one. Hemorrhoiders. But that uh, would be a so, way to get these personal assistant okay, jobs. We need so another app. Job. How much do you make each run? It depends on, I think, like Lyft and Uber, it depends on uh, the distance traveled. Okay, can you bring my dog to Australia? <laughs> <laughs> Second question. I don't want the thing that happened to Johnny Depp to happen to me. <laughs> What? But be, this you, job you don't that I just invented down to earther would be handled through my app that I'm going to invent through I think my down, agency down where I line you up. So you're on set and you're working with um, uh, who's a crazy celebrity? You're working Charlie with Tony Depp. Liston. Okay. You're working with you're, Tony, you're working, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, you're working with Charlie Sheen. You're like, oh dear Christ, Charlie Sheen is like flipping over hey, tables and catering, Charlie. and his dogs are everywhere. His dogs are just running around right. set. You would contact my app. Uh, down, what, what should we call down it? To Earth? Down, or down Earth. to Earth. I want to call down it fuck. I want to call it fuck really. Fuck really? <laughs> and then that's what you do. You just walk in and you go, fuck really? Johnny, yeah. fuck really? Yeah. And that's a that's the first technique that our down to earthers would try is just go, you just get in the face of the person and be like, really? You really doing this? Really? And if, it, like, Charlie Sheen would probably need a D high level two of technique. A. Down D2 to Earth. E? Yeah. That's yeah. A. I like that. Yeah. We did it. Just keeping them D to A. That actually could be an internet thing. I in like, D2E? I'm down to D to A. And then God, you, he's, he's so real, much he's real D to A. And then you do another one, uh, DTF. 
You do it down to fuck and you just go, <laughs> you go <laughs> fuck people. That's Tinder. They've yeah. already got that one. That already exists. It's like an D app. D to E and then, yeah. And then the first I, I like this because... You show up, you get right in Charlie Sheen's yep. face. It's like, are you really doing this today, Charlie? Are you really like, but haven't he's you doing, had enough of these? He's doing math. Right, but you still remind him of like, haven't you done enough of it? Like, no one's paying attention to this anymore. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Like, the ship has uh-uh. sailed. No one's nope. into nope. this thing that go, you're I'm doing. I'm going to go masturbate in front you're of everybody. You're not getting attention for it anymore, I though, Charlie. I know, but... You're just kind of doing it, and no one sees it anymore. I didn't... So maybe or, just don't do it anymore. I'm going to delete the app. Will you go away when I delete the app? <laughs> <laughs> you disappear. Wow, um, it's just like shooting But no, some, you could do it gun. for all sorts of situations where someone's had an unreasonable high. Like, I was actually thinking this recently because i just come off a big long tour, that like the week or two after, you're really just kind of adjusting back to the fact that you're not working nights. That yeah. Like, you know, you, the, the rock bands, I know when I was reading Slash's autobiography that they were talking about the times they did the most drugs. Let's back up to where you read Slash's autobiography. Uh, I, I went, wouldn't you? I went, <laughs> what read? Was that like a quick read? You read that? You, they are easy Did you blow reads, through that? But no, I read all those books. The Dirt by Motley Crue. Oh, the, dirt, like, the Dirt is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Have you never read The Dirt? <laughs> Fuck, The Dirt is so good. Some of the, oh, and Slash's autobiography. And they're just great stories about like the most like perverse shit that like, happened. I'm, I'm still like, trying up to like, the road catch from up here. on Hemingway and stuff like that. Like I'm trying to read like, <sighs> Mate. stuff I should have read in college. Uh, Hemingway. Don't, that's so, so, so passe. Hemingway. <laughs> Yeah. Like, did Hemingway live at the House of Blues? Did Hemingway yeah. live up on no, Sunset? No. No, but he ran did with Hemingway the bulls kill, in Pamplona. Did Hemingway kill a guy in a car accident? Did Slash run with the bulls at Pamplona? <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't need to. He was the bulls. Yeah, mate. Might have done <laughs> okay, fucking so heroin with by the Motley bulls. Crew. What is Slash's autobiography uh, well, anyway, I... Uh, can't remember, but you just got slashed. I would say slashing it. Get slashed. Slash. <laughs> Getting slashed. Uh, I'm so, gonna. I'm gonna slash you. So slash um, talked about the idea that they did most of their drugs when they were off tour because when they're on tour, even though they were doing some drugs, you kind of have to keep it at a functional level because you're performing and stuff. Yeah. But it was when they got off the road and then suddenly it's nighttime and you use these unusual highs from performing that they'd end up like going out and doing more drugs. Ah. So what they needed. Comedy was a down to earther. Yeah, yeah. You come, like you get a big, you get a big rock band, and you just say like it's the end of the Guns and Roses tour, and they each get in a like it's essentially like your Metallica, um, some kind of monster, you know, when they got the therapist. Yeah. But yeah. instead of having like group therapy, you just get each of them like a little down to earther to just ease back into life for yeah. a while. But they would each. I mean, that's a big job. I'd just so be like, I would probably re- send out as the president of D2E. I would probably send out like six of my top earthers for that gig. Because they're going to need personal attention. They're co- like a whole tour, a whole band. Yeah. We're talking about Guns N' Roses. Can I, yeah, but I'm talking about... I just, the- just want to say something right now because now you have six top down-to-earthers. Yeah. And I think that if you're a top down-to-earther, you might need I mean, a down-to-earther. Their status is... Yeah, but now they're thinking they're the hot shit down-to-earther and right. now yeah. they probably need their own down-to-earther. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. But it's much, like the UC, it's much like the UCB system where like once you get to that level, there's some new people coming through and they, yeah. their first training is to keep you down there. <laughs> so yeah. they run a lot. That's how we make money. It's workshops. So, training yeah. out. So now like, it's a pyramid scheme. So when you hang out with them, it is also like... Uh, professional improvisers where it's just annoying as shit. They're all trying to like... Oh, yeah, they're doing groups. Earther each like, other. Get together on a Thursday <laughs> they're morning down to for a group. Anytime anyone does anything, I'm just like... Yeah, man, I don't, you saw my numbers last week. I was picked for the Guns N' Roses gig. I mean, only six of us were. I didn't, I didn't see your name on the list. Let's, I, let's just remember that, uh, you know, that's a really great job and we all should appreciate every job mm-hmm. that we have. Yeah. And, you know, th- we're all a team here and we're all in the wow. same structure and... 
you know thanks man we always work better as thanks a man and then i look at the app and your numbers just pass mine like fuck <laughs> you start down to earthing me you back now you like took my now job we're down to, we're like, now we're in some down to earthing battle where yeah. we're, i get you down below me and then you're like back into it yeah um every good story needs a rivalry that's yeah. like a battle of being down to earth well, now, now we have the movie <laughs> so um <laughs> Yeah, I think you get them in for those situations, you know, yeah. sports people, anyone who just needs like a more like... Sports people really The most it. rock and roll thing I ever saw um, was uh, not on a rock and roll stage. I was interviewing uh, Chris Cornell uh, mm-hmm. when he was um, lead singer of Audio Slave, you know, one of yeah. the guys from uh, Rage Against the Machine and then he was yeah. like the lead singer of I'm trying of to think of one of their songs. I know one was called Comanche. I saw them live a couple of times. They're actually a pretty good band. Like, and some of their music was pretty good. But I was interviewing them and they were on a couch together. And Chris Cornell, I wasn't talking to him at the time. I was talking to one of the other guys. And he had like a cup of tea in his hands. And because they were on a couch that was like in this hotel room and wasn't near anywhere, he could put down like the cup. Oh. And it was this fine china cup. No. And not in a nonchalant, not in a no. like aggressive way, in a really nonchalant way, which is why it made it so rock and roll. He looks at the cup. He looks if there's a place to put it down. He can't find anywhere. So he just tossed it over wow. his shoulder, like over the back of the couch, just like through. Broke it? This like, I mean, I guess it probably broke. I mean, there was cardboard or whatever. Wow. But, see? And see, that's when you need your down-to-earther. Get him in you're there. Back, you're back in your own house and you're down to This guy's about like, to throw that $300 coffee cup. Right. Well, you see so him. At, what, like, you, I see him about to do it. Get and stain So that's what happens. Yeah. You know, first thing you get around to Chris Cornell's house, first day after the tour, you're down to earth and says, let's have a cup of tea. Yeah. You have your yeah. cup of tea. And just as he's like, about, you go, no, hold remember, on, hold on. this is your house. Buddy, yeah. This that is your stuff. You. Where does it. <laughs> See that's yeah, what we, we, we don't just bucks. we don't just throw everything away. You can take that, you can put it down. You can say, "Hey, can like we can we stop want... and go ahead and put that in the sink?" But uh, coffee cups don't belong on the floor, especially when they're full of like. Was there they any tea left? Shattered there? against no, the wall. Was empty. I think it was empty. Well, so that's where we make our major bucks at D2E is uh, standby earthers, where it's just if you have like say you're going into a situation where you know like oh my god it's 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 uh, audio slave they're gonna be like kicking over furniture and shit you you can do a pre-order and we'll come and just kind of be there ready to go <laughs> already bringing people down to earth like as they come in we'll just be like hey listen this interview you're gonna have a really expensive cup you're right. gonna be holding a real nice this place is nice don't you think it's nice it's really nice. don't you feel privileged to yeah. be in this nice place we just like pepper you <laughs> as you enter the room we pepper you with a little uh yeah. pre-earth yeah boy look at this this is a place where you wouldn't want to throw a cup on the floor right <laughs> You would want to respect a place this nice with nice everything, right? I mean, people really put a lot of effort into making this look really like, nice. Look how many people are probably here. shouldn't have your dog shot on the shit on the floor, right? <laughs> I would take the, maybe take the dog for a walk this yeah, time. You probably shouldn't bring a dog to a video interview. Hey, I know. Let's not throw mustard against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's for eating, Chris. All right. Well, we just solved a lot of the world's problems. We did. I know. That was good. Uh, did you have something you were going to talk about? What, did you say that it was something that you wanted to talk about before we started? <laughs> no, I remember. <laughs> That's why we should never. We have this. We have this I, I actually did it before. I was like, oh, I'll save for the podcast. And then I just told you my thing because I was like, we'll forget yeah. to talk about it. I wanted to talk about when you drove a Lyft because I was talking about Uber oh, and yeah. how I started driving. Uh, 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 yeah. Well, that, like I said, I, my... I just like search for these like easy to do jobs and I do them for like a week and they're all like app based and I just kind of stopped doing it. It was okay. I kind of like doing it. Did really? you make crazy people, fun people? What were the sort of was crazy it crazy a- people? Like I was 
I was really trying to make money doing it, and you don't like I. Unfortunately, you don't make didn't, money, right? You don't. Like what kind of money? So what? How many hours would you work, and how much money would you make? See, that's the thing. What they don't tell you is most of your time that you put in do it is waiting for something to happen. So right. I would be like in a Ralph's parking lot for like an hour just like waiting wait for long? a pickup to happen. And, and then I would just like go home and not make any money that night because wow. it would, there's so many people doing it now. Yeah. Like if you look, like it, there, was a, there would be a map and it would show, like if you're on the other end, like you're trying to get a lift, it would show you all the cars in your area. If you looked at that map at any given time, there's just cars like all over Los Angeles. So you're battling like Tons. So I was just waiting to do things and not making any money. That so, sounds great. So now I'm gonna. Now I got my orientation with Postmates, <laughs> which I, I don't see. think there's a lot of those. I don't think there's a lot of competition. There's not. There's. It's not a big fleet yet. So I'm getting on the ground. That's a problem. I started Lyft way too late. And right. I was competing with. Well, like, yeah. Now you're an early fleeter, and that's the way they. I'm tell trying you to be that. an early fleeter that, rather than a late lifter. You've got it. <laughs> and you can get in on D2E. I haven't even launched that app yet. So. I mean, it's the next thing to get. I'm, I'm starting an app called Don't Dog. Don't Dog? Yeah, it's where you just, you just, people tell you don't to bring your dog. <laughs> <laughs> and it can be countries or into a restaurant or whatever. But it's just, just you just know basic dog law. Yeah. Or just dog. Yeah, I, I input all the data into it of every place where you can bring your dog or can't bring your dog. See, but now you're and trying so to, you just you're kind of putting my thing out of business because you can't get, well, I mean, that's look, a thing that we would handle. Like you're, more, you're more, you're more wholesale and I'm more uh, specific. I got a, I got a specific product. Maybe you guys like, right. uh, you know, depending on which one works better, can like you know, later on do some sort of merger though, you know? Yeah. It'd be a take I mean, One like, of you is going to be the Facebook. Like, we're super versatile. Like, right. What would you do if a guy's we're just like smoking a cigarette on his way into a bank? Like he He's just like such a hotshot celebrity. He thinks he can smoke in a bank. How would you guys handle that? I, I, I would I would say don't bring your dog don't in bring there. Your dogs. <laughs> that's my, right. that's my but ass. he's still smoking inside of a bank. That's where we come in and we're like, hey, maybe don't maybe follow along when it comes to like other people's enjoyment of the space you're about to enter. You don't smoke in rooms. It's just we don't. Did do that. I tell you that we're getting into? I mean, that uh, one might, but he might rebel against like too direct. But don't you have to be a bit more like you know? Hey, it's a nice nice day today. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, isn't it great to have a cigarette Don't out here? Don't you want to stand the... 20 feet from this building on such a nice day? <laughs> <laughs> we bring it to that level. Of like We bring up the law that right. they're breaking. Just in a real nonchalant, friendly yeah. way. Like, and isn't it a, so nice that you, you want to be... Did you know the law these days is 20 feet? <laughs> how, how long do you... How, how far do you think 20 feet is exactly? Let's do you think you it. could guess... What twenty let's feet is exactly? Keep your cigarette lit, but okay, let's walk. So now we're, feet. Feet. So now we're <laughs> treating adults like five-year-olds. Yes. Well, celebrities. Yeah. yeah. People that don't have that adult brain, like they think they just are running amok in our society. Well, they are running amok in our society. I'm I'm stopping that problem. Every good app addresses a problem. I learned that at, at app school. <laughs> <laughs> it's a school you go to, and you are you just, talking about scap? <laughs> Oh, the App Academy that I attended. Weirdly it's enough, really annoying. Everyone's just rattling off app ideas Academy. all day long. Yeah, I got one for uh, you. You uh, you just tell people they can't bring their dogs somewhere, and then we're <laughs> oh expanding into maybe delivering dog food. Nice. <laughs> all right, and dog knowledge. Don't forget, like dog knowledge. You're I, a fountain of I also online. love that there's like you're just doing like there's a practical course for what clearly should be an, an online area of study, like App yeah. University. You're like, oh no no, but you still got to meet on Thursday at the Y. <laughs> <laughs> we still meet in just a classroom. But um, 
Yeah, so I was doing a lot of... So I did Lyft for a while, and I'm going to try Postmates. And whenever that I get bored of doing that or don't make any money doing that, I'll probably do Zingy and walk some dogs. Oh, I would not want to do that. I'm just really taking part in this app-based economy of ours where it's just... That's the share economy. That's what yeah. It's the share economy. That's what we're doing. We're sharing. Because, you know, I'm a comedian, yeah. and that's a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Sharing is you're what like, I call no comedy. No, so yeah, I gotta have you're you know. part of the share economy. You're sharing laughter and joy yeah, with millions. Mm-hmm. It's true. I don't know about millions. I mean, in the future. Okay, that was like nice. what I mean. Thank yeah. you. Maybe you but need millions my services. <laughs> you came at me pretty strongly. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm just say rude well, stuff. Millions is really maybe when you're sharing a, a podcast with millions somebody, you're nice to that person. More than one million. Millions, two million. You need two million to be millions. Right. Right. I'm still saying the same thing. How many Twitter followers? Two got. million. I just think about how many comedy clubs that is. Well, yes, I didn't say live. I didn't say that many people say <laughs> live. We do all have that number. Like, isn't that kind of what your fo- that, isn't that what your following is? That well, number is kind of now like that's how popular you are. Right? Also, you know what the other thing about it is that the interesting thing about these episodes, like of this podcast, is because people discover podcasts at different times. Like what I tend to do is I look back and go, well, there's this many people who download, you know the podcast now Mm -hmm. but if you look back at like the early episodes they might be double or triple in numbers because right people have been you know more people have listened to in bolt those things so who knows i mean you know a million people might listen to this podcast okay it may not be this could be my big may not be i was thinking about i was thinking about just stand-up clubs yeah well i'm looking i'm looking at this to open my australia floodgate i'm looking to be a megastar over there what about a catwalking service We haven't addressed the turtles yet, like somebody who watches your turtles. Right, but there is someone who's like, I want to have an app and I want to have a business, but I don't really want to have to walk a fucking dog. Yeah. I'll come around and finger your turtle. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I bet there are things like that that need to be done, though. Like, I bet, like, because, you know, like, dogs need their anal glands, like, uh, milked or whatever. So I bet you could be, like, a... Rough stuff. That's the name of the app. (laughs) Rough stuff. (laughs) (laughs) A guy that just comes over and you're like, oh... There's like a dead possum. There's uh, yeah. a live possum fucking a dead possum under like, my house. Fuck, I and I'm that. not dealing with that. Rough stuff. This rough guy, stuff. This hey, man, what's up? Hey, what's up? That's the guy who works at Rough oh, Stuff. Oh, God. I, you know what I wish, I wish I had gotten in a lift earlier. Uh, all right. All right, bend over. How much, how much do you want on here? And he's always really bitter about lift. Should have lifted sooner. <laughs> Rough stuff. <coughs> Wish I would have got in on Uber. Rough hey, stuff. there's no hemorrhoids here. <laughs> that's an app that's gonna come out. Yeah, like, there are. Uh, I promise. 2017, the last, the last app. Oh, rough stuff. <laughs> got fired by Uber. Couldn't get into Postmates. <coughs> Walked one dog with Zingy. <coughs> <laughs> Here I am. Walked one dog. <laughs> Here I am to trim your pubes. All right, she's eight, she. Oh, you got her? Yeah, she's eighty. You got to just shave her down. <laughs> Fuck me. It's just. It is rough. I mean, the job we have is a privately named. It is rough stuff. Day after day. We ain't lying. Yeah, their their motto is just like, I guess we'll do it. <laughs> I guess we'll do it <laughs> when there's no one else. <laughs> when there's absolutely no one else. When we absolutely have to. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> we don't want to either, but I guess. <laughs> oh, what's your guy's slogan? It's, uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's a bunch of just trailing off coughing. That's our motto. <laughs> Rough stuff. Please don't ask us if we like our job. We're sick of the lies. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. You know, it's a job. It's, uh, different every day. <laughs> Wish I was walking fucking dogs. I don't know why I shit all over that four years ago. <coughs> all right. All right, your porta potty fell over. <laughs> Fuck, all right. I got this. <laughs> I want rough uh, stuff to be a thing so bad. Rough stuff. <laughs> right? Well, I, I think there probably is a, a call for that. Like, yeah. just that shit that, like, shit do the shit that you don't want to yeah. do. Like, it's like, um, uh, I mean, I, it, the building guy did it here, but, like, there was a sewage problem in the building, and so, like, the toilet started, like, backing up and overflowing, yeah. right? Oh. And so, like... They obviously got a plumber in, but the plumber then doesn't also clean stick up. around and clean up. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not going to clean yeah. up. And luckily, the. That'd build, be the, the main bi- user of rough stuff. Plumbing companies are right. like, fuck this. Yeah. But often with the like, plumbing, like whatever, you, you fix the problem, but you've still got the mess. Yeah. You need rough stuff. You do need rough stuff. Guy comes in with a mop. Uh, so like, what do we, we got? Oh, fuck me. And then he just starts mopping. <laughs> They can even handle like things you don't want to do as like a person. Like you got to go yeah. to um, right, Cirque du Soleil with your in-laws. Or, or, or like, <laughs> uh, I got to go break up with this guy's woman. <laughs> uh, hey, Julie, uh, Sam doesn't want to do this anymore. He says your eyes are weird <laughs> and that you uh, are just a little too mean. <laughs> What's wrong with your toilet? <laughs> Double duty. Uh, <laughs> rough stuff. Oh, man. That is actually a really good idea. It really is. That's why I love this show. We come up with so many world-changing ideas. We've made we have, so many people so much money yeah, on the show. We don't act on any of this. No. But uh, last time, remember last time I was here, an app maker actually contacted both of us on Twitter. That was like, I'm going to start working on it. it was our, we, we invented the life registry, which is like, a registry for uh, an app that any gift for anything, like why do weddings just get a registry? Right. Like, say you got like say say you invite me around to dinner at your house, mm-hmm. and I'm oh. like, I want to get Heather something. Right, that's a good idea. Yeah, and like so instead of just getting her something generic or whatever, yeah, like right. you go on to like you know this registry life with where, a Y L Y and where you've got like you know all the products and whatever. You can go, oh, she's looking for a, or she really likes flowers or like blah blah blah, and then you can just kind of arrange it all. Interesting, like a Pinterest of what you should buy for me. Yeah. yeah. So so an app guy approached us. We right. did this as a joke. And remember that guy, I don't know if he's making it right now, but this guy Is who's like, gonna- yeah, I run a uh I run a app development firm, and we wanted to we want to make this. Is he going to oh, yeah, no, in? We, we I don't t- think so. I haven't followed up. <laughs> we, we, were talking, followed we were talking the other day, Gareth and I, about a TV show. It's kind of basically just it's just wife swap, but it's in the week up to the wedding. It's called uh, uh, If Anyone Has Any Objections, and basically <laughs> the bride has to spend the week with like the the 
or the wife's side, you know, the, and, and vice oh. versa. Right. So you're really handling the objections. It's not just like a second of the wedding. No, 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 no it's no, a whole no. week of. You're you living get, in the objections. You live in the week because this is basically yeah. like, yeah, they're not sure of this person. In it. So in that week, yeah, there's oh, a series man. of, they get to know them properly. And at the end, you know, they get the op- opportunity to object to the wedding or not. So the, yeah, the groom and the bride have to convince, like, That's you know, not good for the groom. You want the objections part to be really flash, like, we're done. Right. We're good. No, no, no. Done. But we were talking about this and somebody was like, oh, that's a pretty good idea, blah, blah, blah. I would like to think one day in the future, which I know this is not true, by the way. Someone's going to cut you But I would love to think one day in the future, this podcast becomes like when they found Da Vinci's virus. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, you know, he invented the helicopter well before this. <laughs> yeah. Did you know... Yeah. People are like, oh, I love this rough stuff. Have you tried this <laughs> yeah. rough stuff? Or like you know, those that was invented on uh, yeah. Fofop. Or like those cave paintings that they just found yeah. that show that we were eating meat like thousands of years before we thought humans were eating meat. Wow, I didn't know that. Is this that, would be that like a, that. that. That's what app? podcasts would be. That was, man, the, ori- that was man, the original app, the cave <laughs> you, put, you put it on a cave wall and that was like... That's, that was the original app. They showed like how to... You guys seen face wall? <laughs> you guys on face wall? <laughs> Uh, meat uh, like meat <laughs> I like this where have you guys been you, you guys aren't still in my cave are you yeah <laughs> uh, alright well that's probably a podcast I reckon oh well, you know how long did we do um, seven hours felt good yeah, yeah. felt tight nice well tight, I like it nice when we really 75. I don't like a podcast that just sits there as a podcast I, I feel like every episode of every podcast should change the world and I think we did that today yep I do, you know, he's why we'll say that about this. The one thing I, I do all, I do consider them all individual shows. That's the one thing I always think of. Like this is like an episode of a show rather than an ongoing thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're right. We changed the world. We did change the world. Congratulations, everybody. Buy my album. It's on iTunes. <laughs> Oh, hang on. He's a bit full of himself. Whoa. You know what you need. Uh, you need it down to earth or beep, your beep, beep. You don't just plow into it. Come on. He's going to bring you into it. He would have come in then gone, hey, guys, I know you're all being self-congratulatory yeah. about this podcast, but, right now, but lots but of people have podcasts. Maybe you could take I this mean, moment to plug one of those billions podcasts. billions of podcasts, guys. By the way, Why don't you mention a... Steel Saunders' I Love Green God letters? Why don't you mention that? Why <laughs> don't you mention Justin Hamilton's Can You Take This Photo, Please? Did you guys know that? Rough stuff and and uh, <laughs> down the earth combined, and so the guy that just walks in and punches you, <laughs> I'll fucking do that. Sometimes people need that. Sometimes someone needs a punch that in the face. Breaking point when you've used when you've used D two E when rough stuff isn't enough. You use you use D two E. You use rough stuff. Yeah. Oh fuck! Do I got to use breaking point? Oh, our church their charges are ridiculous. They have such like hidden fees and shit. We love him so much, but our meth addict son is on the lawn again. <laughs> All right, I'm using breaking point. <laughs> this guy point. that just comes in and beats the shit out of <laughs> God, why did I get this app? <laughs> like I injured my son. Uh, Andy Peters, you do have an album. Where can people find that? I did last time. I didn't know if you could get it in Australia, but I I know that you can now. Okay, on, that's on, great. It's on it's on your version of iTunes. Yeah, okay. Oh, I think it's Austin. on iTunes. iTunes. <laughs> no, I found out the hard. I didn't think. Okay, anyway, buy my yeah. album. Australian iTunes. Yeah. Once you put yes. anything on iTunes, it goes to all iTunes. Exclamation mark question point. That's my album. It's out there, and the Hulu special is out too. Uh, the film of it is on Hulu. Okay. If you have Hulu, you Beautiful. can watch it. I uh, don't. So buy it on iTunes. It's also on vinyl at astrecords.com. 
You can get it as a blue vinyl. Vinyl, bro. Uh, Dave Anthony. Because I'm super cool. Uh, and gigs or anything? Andy, you got something coming up? Uh, yeah, park? well, I'm doing set list at uh, Nerd Melt this nice. Saturday I, and uh, other things. Well, where can people find the dates? AndyPetersComedy.com. Go to that. There you I'll go. Like Dave, Dave Anthony? Mm, I'm at DaveAnthonyComedy.com. Uh, when's this going up? Uh, soon. Uh, so Next couple of June, June 2nd, I'm doing a half hour at Meltdown with Kate Berlant and I think somebody else. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. I've uh, done that show, that Tuesday night three yeah. comics one. It's great. Yeah. It's a really fun show. Great audiences and stuff. And uh, I don't know. Watch Marin on IFC. Uh, I uh, am in London for two weeks. First two weeks of June doing my free will show there. And we're also doing the first live faux fop ever in the United Kingdom. Uh, Felicity Ward is already booked in as a guest. There'll be some other guests for that as well. So please uh, come along to that. That is on Saturday, June the 6th. Uh, some people have already been asking if we'll do a second one, the second Saturday night, just because of timing and people coming to that show. Uh, the answer to that question is, it depends on how well the first one goes. If the first one sells out and there seems like there's demand, we might do a second one. But at this stage, I don't even know if anyone's going to come to the first one. So. See, now that's a guy who's down to earth right there. He doesn't yeah, need right? the service at all. You're not even like planning a second show. That's how humble and down to earth yeah. he is. Uh, come and see that show. Uh, come and see we'll me see. Uh, July the 11th. <laughs> At uh, Nerd Melt, that is a free show. I am doing my free will uh, show that I've been touring around the world. Uh, you will have to register when it goes up, but it is actually free to come and see that show. Uh, then I will be doing free will in Montreal if you're there for Just for Laughs. So I'm also doing a bunch of other gigs around town and all those sort of things, but I'll give you details of those. The two big ones in Australia I want to mention because these shows are now on sale. Uh, Sydney, August 7th and 8th, the Anmore Theatre. Uh, those shows are on sale. And Perth. Uh, October 9th and 10th at the PCEC. Those shows are on sale. Justin Hamilton doing support for those. Uh, we are doing the LA Podcast Festival yeah. uh, oh. with live TOEFOP. Charlie's coming over to do that as well. So uh, that is the weekend of September 18th through 20. Book tickets mm-hmm. to that. It's going to be the biggest LA Podcast Festival ever. Yeah, for sure. It's fun. It's fun. And it's going to be massive. This is going to be, if you've ever going to come to one, this is... Yep. This is the one. Well, yeah. I mean, that's not much to say, really, is it? Because the other ones have already happened. And <laughs> I mean, you know, like, well, if you have a time machine, yeah, if you have a time I machine, still recommend the one coming up. <laughs> yeah, check out this one first, and if you enjoy it, go back and check go out the previous those ones. Other ones. Yeah, uh, the two hundredth episode of uh, Tofop will be up uh, also in a couple of days, so I hope you enjoy that. We actually <laughs> recorded that. Uh, you were there, Andy, that night at uh, Nerd Melt, uh, uh, February. 7th. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, we. Uh, you were there, Dave. I was. You were there, Dave. Uh, so that will go up as well. Uh, luckily, that was not one of the episodes that I lost. So that's wow. good news. Well done. I did lose the live one that we recorded in Melbourne when we did a faux fop. Not the, this year. The, last year, oh, Charlie really? and I, we did a, uh, the first faux fop one back. Yeah. And that. Because we hadn't been able to put it up because they had some stuff in there that Channel 7 um, oh, didn't right. want up there. Yeah. Well, now it's all gone. So... <laughs> So there you You're go. welcome. So come to the live shows because you never know if I'm going to record them properly and you'll get to hear them. Uh, all right, guys, that's uh, heaps. Thank you so much, uh, fellas. I appreciate it. Dave, can you uh, sign out? Full frapped.